0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn, and I'm alone again today. Hope you guys aren't sick of me. We're doing another solo episode. Um, I was just trying to figure out, you know, guests and timing with my new studio, and it just so happened that I'm by myself today. So deal with it. Hope you guys like it. Um, I wanted to, like, give you guys still a really good, juicy, interesting episode since I'm alone. So we're going to talk about the thing that you guys love to ask me about the most, which is dating. Um, I put a question, a Q&A on my story and asked you guys if you what, what you wanted to know about dating, anything that you wanted to know from me about dating. So I'm going to go through those. But first, I'm going to still do my like celeb pop culture moment. Um, on my other solo episodes, I didn't do it, but I want to do it today. So one of my favorite shows, I don't know if people know this, but like one of my favorite shows of all time, might be my number one favorite show of all time, is Sex and the City. And I didn't really discover it until after the first movie. Um, like I wasn't like watching it when it was actually on because it was early 90s when I was um, an infant. <laughs> but now and just like that is the spin-off, reboot, whatever you want to call it, is on. And there have been mixed reviews about the first season. Like I kind of felt like there's just been two movies now. There's six seasons. And then now we have this. Like, half of me is kind of like, when you have a really good thing and a really good show, like, let it go when it's time to let it go. Like, we can't keep doing this. Now we've lost Samantha. And spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen it, now Mr. Big is dead. Like, (laughs) I just... Like it's it's getting it's getting too convoluted. Whatever. As I say all of this, I'm still gonna watch it. Um, and everyone's been buzzing about this picture that they posted of Carrie and Aiden walking down the streets of New York holding hands. And I, I'm in shock. Like I, I'm I've never been. Team Aiden. I haven't necessarily been been Team Big either, but I think most of the problem with Carrie and Big is that like Carrie's the problem, (laughs) and Big—they're both toxic. But I just—I just wasn't expecting them to bring Aiden back as a character, let alone like them to get back together. Like, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but I was very shook by this, and this isn't going to make me Team Aiden. Like, we already did this whole backslide, get back together thing in the second movie. Like I really, I really didn't need this. Um, So that's my hot take (laughs) on Sex in the City and on, and just like that, I'm still going to watch it and probably bitch about it like everyone else. I feel like everyone's just watching it just to complain about how bad it is, but I feel like I'm so invested at this point. I can't not watch it. It's almost like One Tree Hill, which is like another one of my favorite shows. It's like once it got to season, like, I don't know, 12, I was like, okay, (laughs) But I was committed, so I had to keep watching. But yeah, speaking of toxic dating and relationships, um, I'm going to answer you guys' questions and go through what you guys asked me. So one of the first ones is I said that I deleted Raya and like all my dating apps, and somebody asked why. Were the choices no good? <laughs> um, So for Raya... I think I just thought it was going to be like a whole different world. I was like, okay, everyone talks about how Raya is like the celebrity dating app and it's going to be different than Hinge or Tinder or whatever. And I got on there and I feel like it's just like almost like a networking thing. Like I feel like people just are on there for status. Like they just want to say, oh, I'm on Raya or like, oh, I saw so-and-so on Raya. In my experience, like I didn't go on a single date. I wasn't even asked on a single date. Like there's really hot people I think the people on Raya are hotter, <laughs> um, but none of them want to go out with me. So it's really unhelpful in that way. <laughs> um, and I don't know what it is. I I do feel like I get less attention and less matches on dating apps when my head is shaved versus when I had long hair. So I've only been on Raya when I had a shaved head. So that could have something to do with it. I really don't know. Um I also hear that like a lot of black women feel like they get way less matches than everybody else so like that could be it also. Um or people are just like disgusted by me because they're like that girl was on the bachelor ew. <laughs> like people are judgy about people that go on reality shows, but I don't want those people to be my husband anyway. So that's why I got off Raya. Um and then everything else like I don't know. I think I have a love-hate relationship with apps. I think when you first get on it's like oh my God, this is so fun. Like, look at all this fresh meat. Like, I could re- I could easily find a boyfriend. And then a couple months in, it's like, oh, here's Justin again. Like, I see him every few days. Like, I swipe on the same guys. And honestly, Hinge is kind of disrespectful with that most compatible thing. Because the people that they say you're most compatible with are always the most hideous ones. I'm just like, you think that this was my most compatible option? Okay, noted. Um, so whenever I start getting too uh, over it in general, I just take a break and delete them all. So that's that's what happened. That's why I deleted. Another person asks, "How do I feel about a girl double texting?" Eh, I feel like you have to feel out the situation in general with the double text. Like, what is the relationship between you guys? Like, have you been on one or two dates? Have you not even been on a date yet? Are you like pretty comfy, like 10 dates in? Like, I think there's a time for double texting when it's like, it doesn't really matter anymore. Like you guys, you don't have to, I don't know. When you're in that phase where you're like, is he going to text me back or not? Or you don't know what you are to each other or how you feel about each other. That's when I think like, I don't know, maybe don't double text. But I, I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask. I send like six texts in a row. Like I'm that texter. I'll, I will literally send like six to eight, like every thought that pops into my head is a new text. I don't really like paragraph text. I text the way that I talk. Um, but honestly, I think it's fine. I don't think guys are sitting around worried about if they have to double text or not. So I really don't think they think about it. Like I don't think when a guy sees a text come in from a girl he likes, he's like, oh my God, two in a row. What a freak. <laughs> like, I think you're good. Um, weirdest date I've ever been on people love to ask me this. I haven't dated that much. And I don't think I've been on that many first dates in comparison to some other people. Like some people go on a first date once a week. Like when I was looking on TikTok at the end of 2022, when everyone was doing their dating wrapped, like the way people were doing their Spotify wrapped, amazing hilarious trend, by the way. But when people were doing like dating raps, they're like, this year I went on 46 first dates. I'm like, holy shit. I don't think I've ever been on 46 first dates in my 30 years of life. Um, I probably went on like six or seven first dates last year. Um, And then I was in a long-term relationship. I... I don't know. I call it my bachelor year, but like I wasn't dating anyone for like that whole time that I went on bachelor and then it aired and then paradise and then it aired. So like, I feel like there's been a lot of gap years. So I've really only dated for a couple of years if you add them up. Um, and I haven't been on any like crazy, strange dates. I think I'm very picky about the people that make it to the in-person stage. Um, so, but like if I'm very selective about who I go on a first date with, I'm usually not like picking crazy wild guys that would turn into like horrible stories. I think if I had to pick a worse first date, it would probably be during COVID. Um, it was 2020, but it was like getting to the point where there were bars open for like walk, we called them walktails in my neighborhood. But like you could walk up, grab a cocktail and then like walk around. So I went on a walking date with this guy that I just happened to meet on the street. It was the weirdest thing because I really never meet people like that. But I met him on the street and I was like, I think I matched with that guy on something. And then he looked at me and was like, I think I matched with her. And then I got his number and then we decided to go on this walking date. And (laughs) keep in mind, it was like a little too close for comfort to be going out with someone during COVID. Like I still did it because I was bored and I was like, I just won't hug him. Like we'll stand six feet apart, whatever. But it was like maybe June. 2020. Or maybe July. Like, it was... I don't know. So, like, I I am walking to meet him, and I see him walking towards me, and I immediately... This sounds really judgy and bitchy, but whatever. Immediately was like, it's a no. Like, I... I'm very sensitive to people's mannerisms. I don't know what it is. I think when you meet someone in person, you can see like how they walk and like what their voice is. Like, that's why I'm so big on voices too. As soon as like he said hi and like walked up to me, I was like, this is not going to work for me. (laughs) But I was like, okay, we're already here. Like obviously he could be a friend. Like let's have a fun time. We get our drinks and then we start walking and he's like, yeah, I, I just had COVID. And I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> Ashton, Ashton could you please come out? Like, is is this man getting me? And I was just like, huh? And he's like, yeah, I had it. But like, I was fine. And like, I don't think I'm contagious anymore. And at this, like, I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I don't really have anywhere to go. I guess I could have been rude and just been like, I'm going to go home. But instead, I walked around Bushwick for three hours, because I didn't know how to stop walking. Like, I didn't know how to tell him. I didn't want it to be there anymore. I don't know how to end it. Like when you go on a drinks date, usually there's a moment where the guy's like, oh, like, how are you feeling? Like, do you want to get another drink or like, should we not? And then you could kind of just be like, depending on how it's going, yes or no, like I got to run. And we weren't getting other drinks. Like we were just walking around with these cocktails and I had no idea how to stop it. So three hours of walking and potentially catching COVID, that is my worst worst date story for sure. (laughs) Um, hopefully I don't have any more of those. How do you help a friend who just got broken up with after three years? Who, um, I think the best way to help a friend like dating or otherwise is just to be there for them in the way that they need you to be there for them. If they're a crier Just sit there with them while they cry. If they like to avoid their feelings and want to go out, go out with them and have a drink. Like if they want to talk, just listen. Like I feel like you can just ask them what they need and then be there for them in that way. Um, If she wants to go burn his house down or her house down, like bring the matches. It's just like, I don't know, just ask your friend what they need. And sometimes people aren't ready to talk about it yet and maybe they just need some space. And you can give that to them too. But I feel like that's the best way to be a supportive friend. Can a guy and a girl ever just be friends? I did an entire episode about this with Mike Johnson. Please go back and listen to that. I think my final conclusion would be yes. I am not a prime example of that because I don't have any guy, just friends, unless they're gay. Um, But... I think you can be, I think there just has to be boundaries and it has to be like kind of decided beforehand. Like it can't just be this slippery slope where you're like, oh, I do think he's attractive and like I would maybe date him if the circumstances were different. Like, no, you need to clearly figure out if y'all are just friends or not and then stick with that. Are you dating someone now? Are you currently dating someone? Lots of these. You guys would love to know. Um, I am dating and that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Maybe you'll get more later. Maybe you'll get more soon. But, um, the answer is yes, I'm dating. Who is your bachelor nation crush? (laughs) Um, this is, this is kind of a good one. I, I feel like I used to say, It was Mike Johnson, but I feel like because now that we're friends, like, I don't feel that way anymore. Like, (laughs) you know, when you, like, meet someone and, like, they're just your – I guess he's just my friend. I guess I have a guy friend. Um, But, yeah, I think looks-wise, like, I've never met this man, and I I don't know what his personality is like at all, but I would say looks-wise, I would go with Nate from Michelle's season. Um, Everyone thinks he looks like Chris Brown. I personally don't like Chris Brown, but I think – Nate is attractive and he's like six ten, I think. So, that is that is my answer. How to not be self conscious about your height as a tall girl? I think you mean in the context of dating. So that's how I'm going to answer it. Um, I'm not, everyone loves to ask me like, are you opposed to dating someone shorter than you? Like, would you never? And I would. I think if it was like a perfect ten out of ten guy that just happened to be, like, a couple inches shorter than me. Like, I'm not going to write them off. If he has every single thing that I'm looking for, he's funny, he communicates, he's smart, he's driven. Like, I would never... Also, I need him to be attractive. Like, <laughs> be attractive. <laughs> and um, five um nine. like, I could do that. I think below five nine would be pushing it for me. Um... I'm like 5'11 and a half, six feet, whatever you want to call it. I like to wear heels. So honestly, I probably wouldn't go 5'8 or shorter. But like, never say never. Um, How to not be self-conscious about it, I think is just like, once you're confident in it yourself, nobody else really cares. Like, I feel like whenever I felt weird about it, it makes other people feel this like weird energy that I'm like, oh, she's like, like hunched over or like she um, doesn't like to wear certain things because she's tall or like she doesn't like to stand next to me. Because, like it just turns into this snowball thing where it's kind of like people can tell that you're insecure about it and then it makes everything weird. So if you walk into a room, you're confident, you're tall, like chest out, head high. I think people find that super attractive Confident people are the most attractive people. So, whether like sometimes just me being tall, like the shortest guys will shoot their shot and they don't care. Like they literally don't care. And then, tall guys, a lot of them don't care. So, I just feel like get it into your head that nobody cares except for you. Like nobody's thinking about it. As long as you're confident in it, you're good. Has your type changed over time? This is a good one. It's very interesting to think about because. I, I feel like if you line up all my ex-boyfriends next to each other, they all look pretty similar. Like, they're all black. They're all around 6'1", 6'2". They all have nice smiles, like, and they're all, like, funny, goofy people. Um, clearly, I have a type. But I feel like I think over time, maybe I've just gotten more open-minded to, to being outside of that type. Like, for example, there was one guy that I love to say that I accidentally fell in love with because it really was an accident. Like, I truly, when I first met him, did not find him attractive. I never thought I would start dating him. Um, But somehow we ended up kissing and it was like fireworks. And then I later started finding him very attractive. So, like, he's not, I guess he kind of fits into that same group of my ex-boyfriends. Um, but I don't know. I think once I've gotten older, my type has changed like for personality. I don't think my type physically has changed over time. Um, I've always been open to all attractive people. Like I've never been like, oh no, like I only date black guys. Like I think I am naturally more attracted to darker skin, like not going to lie, but I am very open to dating all other races. Like, every race has attractive people. I think it's completely ridiculous when people just say, like, oh, I would never date a black girl. I'm like, we all look so different. Like, how are you just going to say you would never date an entire race? I feel like that's ludicrous. Um, So I definitely don't feel that way. But clearly, I lean towards a certain look. But personality-wise, what I mean is, like, I think some attributes were less important to me when I was younger than they are now. Like, I think when I was 22, I wasn't necessarily looking for a guy and being like, well, what are his goals and his plans for the future? And like, is he driven and does he want to learn new things about himself and grow? Like, that wasn't the priority when I was dating. I'm like, is he a good time? Like, does he like to go out and do stuff? And I still want that in a partner. But the other things I feel like hold more weight because it's like now I'm thinking about merging my life with someone and then it just comes down to compatibility. Like we're just not compatible then if you have no aspirations for yourself or if you just like don't like to travel or I don't know, a lot of different things. But it's changed. I think it's just grown and evolved over time. I don't think it has changed, if that makes sense. Advice on sending that first DM to someone new. I'm a big believer in shooting your shot. Like I have slid into plenty of DMs. Um, Yeah, I I think it's just like an easy way. Like we're all on social media. We're all on Instagram. I just feel like it's a really easy, low risk way to like tell someone you're interested. Um, So people love to do the thing where you like find their profile. You don't follow them. But you'll go and you'll like like three of their photos just to get their attention. <laughs> this works apparently. Um, and guys do this too. Like you notice when a guy comes to your page and likes old, like older pictures, especially it's like, okay, they looked through my entire profile. They liked these three, like they're trying to get my attention. Maybe they slid into your DMs too. But I think an easy way to do it is just like, I think people like people that are original like if it's a very attractive person they probably have a lot of people sliding into their DMs so i would just say something like you don't have to like have a crazy amazing like hilarious one liner or joke or something um but i think just find something on their page or on their story that you connect with or that you like have something that you can kind of like bring up about like if he or she posts on their story um, that they're at an ice cream shop and their favorite flavor is Dolce Deleche. Like, I'm making something up, but like you could just reply to their story and be like, oh my god, my grandfather actually owned a caramel shop in I don't know, <laughs> <just> <laughs> North Carolina when I was three, and I would go th- like whatever. Just latch on to some random thing on their page and talk to them about it. And people love talking about themselves. So I feel like that will usually warrant a response. If you just say, hey, just H-E-Y, nobody cares. Like nobody's going to reply to that. So you have to be original in the way that you approach it, I think, not in exactly what you say. I don't think that matters as much. And honestly, like if they think you're attractive, I really don't think it matters what you say. That's, I think that's just the truth. Like he's going to or she's going to look at your page as soon as they see the likes and Make a quick judgment call and then reply to you or not. And you don't even know what's going on in their lives, too. Like, I think people get so offended or, like, not offended, but like scared of rejection when sending a DM and you truly have no idea if this person is just married and doesn't wear their wedding ring on Instagram. Like you have no idea. So don't take it personally that you didn't get a message back and be like, oh my God, this is why I don't reach out to people via DM. Like I'm always rejected. Like, no, maybe it wasn't about you. Um, yeah. Let's do one more. Hmm. What would make you not go on a second date with someone? This is a good one. It's kind of like red flags. Um I think if someone just doesn't reciprocate energy or interest. Like if I go on a first date with someone and I'm doing all the talking, I'm asking all the questions and they like they're participating but like they don't ask me anything back or they just don't ask me anything about myself in general or they just talk about themselves the whole time and they just have no interest in actually getting to know me then i want to go out again like clearly you're not i don't know what you're like i don't know why you came here i don't know what you think a date is like it's supposed to be getting to know someone so if someone just doesn't ask me anything about me then i don't want to go out again And like I just said, people like talking about themselves. So I feel like sometimes people will think dates went really well when they talked about themselves the whole time. (laughs) So like they'll just be going on and on about themselves, not even realizing like the faces that you're making because you're like, he's not asking a single thing. And then they ask you out again. And you're like, how could they possibly think that this went well and want to do it again? But it's because they were just chit-chatting the whole time about themselves. Um, So that's definitely something that I would never go out with again. Um, And (laughs) so many people, I feel like the answer to this is always someone saying, if they're rude to the waitstaff. Of course, I wouldn't want to go out with someone again who is rude, but I just think this is so funny that this is always such a common answer because I truly wonder, like, who are you guys going out with? Like, I have never been out with anyone who's been openly rude to a waiter. I just think that's so crazy. Maybe it's because I'm from the South or like we have Southern hospital. I have no idea. But like on a first date, especially you're supposed to be on your best behavior. Like you're supposed to be presenting the best version of yourself. So it is wild if someone is just rude to, I don't know. I think it just presents the idea to me. Like I would just assume like, oh, you've never had a job where you had to serve people before. Like, cause you don't understand what it's like to be on the other side of that. So like, that's why you're acting like that. And that would be a large red flag to me. Like I, not that I need everyone that I date to like, no, I kind of would love someone that I date to understand what it's like to work. Like whether you worked retail one time or like worked at a restaurant or anything like where you are customer facing, I feel like once you have that one experience, you will never, ever, ever be rude to people that are working cause you know what it's like, um, but yeah, that's that's just so funny to me because I, I don't know who you guys are going out with. That's rude to waiters, but please stop. <laughs> um, that was fun. I think we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Next week, I will be back with another guest. It's going to be someone that you guys love, I'm sure. And nobody ever really gives me feedback on the podcast so far. So if you guys can let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you think is working, what you think is not working. If you love the new studio, like tell me your thoughts. I'm not going to get offended. I just want to hear what you think. So you can tell me at Chelsea Vaughn on Instagram, at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok. And please follow me while you're at it. And please rate the podcast. But other than that, I will see you guys next week. Bye.